you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Today on Legally Us, Jen Shaw is sentenced to six and a half years while Amber Childers gets restraining order against Randall Emmett. Plus, Prince Harry drops bombshell spare. Could he be facing legal backlash? We've got that plus so much more on today's Legally Us. Everyone, welcome to Legally Us. I'm Christina, and that's, of course, Nima Romani, former federal prosecutor and president of West Coast Trial Lawyers. Hi, Nima. How are you? Hi, Christina. So happy to start 2023 with you. I know it's been a minute. Happy 2023. I'm excited to break down all legal stuff going forward this year. And we started off this year with a bang. Everybody's been talking about it. Um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City star Jen Shaw. She was finally sentenced after months of this being pushed back, but she was sentenced to six and a half years following her arrest for conspiracy to commit wire fraud and conspiracy to commit money laundering. She also agreed to forfeit the six and a half million and pay restitution of up to nine and a half million. She was sentenced, like I said, to six and a half um, years and five years of supervised release. Um, This all happened on January 6th in New York City. At the hearing, the judge slammed Jen's actions after her attorney began listing the good things her client had recently done. The judge was having none of this. He said, what good things could she have been doing, calling elderly people and selling them business opportunities? And they would max out their credit cards and get the person to put down an additional credit card and then upsell them for for other products. If there's good in that, I want to hear it. Um, he also noted that he did not take her um, role in Real Housewives of Salt Lake City into account when deciding her sentence. She has to report by February 17th. They're asking that she reports in a prison at Byron in Byron, Texas, because of its residential drug abuse program. So were you surprised that she only got six and a half years? <clears throat> so much going on in this case, yes. Christina. <laughs> you know, I was surprised. The judge literally split the baby. He mm. picked the midpoint between the three years recommended by the defense and the 10 years recommended by the pros- prosecution. So six and a half years, three and a half years uh, between each recommendation. Frankly, I thought she was going to get more time because of her statements on Real Housewives. I know the judge didn't consider that and the number of elderly people she ripped off. So this was a pretty good sentence, all things considered, because the government wanted a lot more time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, before she pled guilty, I think she was facing up to 30 years in prison. So, yeah, this is definitely drastically lower. Is it surprising that they didn't take into the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City that into account? 
obviously this is a unique case and we know even though it's unscripted you know mm-hmm. reality tv can be edited i think the judge didn't want to create an unnecessary appellate issue let's say he said listen i took all this into consideration then the defense might be able to say well no that's not what i said you got to look at the raw footage and create just this whole other mess he was already departing downward from the 10-year sentence recommended so just to keep it clean the judge said, I'm not considering any of her statements, but practically speaking, considering the new season was airing now where she's mm-hmm. maintaining her innocence, it has to be something that the prosecution and the court at least had in the back of their mind. Oh, definitely. And this, and especially she was selling merchandise that said free Jen Shaw. So, um, so yeah, it, there was a lot um, that she did to try to maintain her innocence up to this point. But what, so what is this RDAP program and does that significantly reduce a sentence? Because we've never heard about her having a drug problem in the past. So why would they bring this up? Yeah, this is all new. The defense asking for this drug treatment program in federal prison. So um, it's a pretty long program. It takes about nine to 12 months to complete. But if you do, you do get some time taken off your sentence up to 12 months. So it's something that actually has to happen at the end of your sentence before you re-enter um, the general population, come back and rejoin society. So we'll see if Jan actually participates in this program, but it'll probably be a, a few years down the road. Sure. So is it, can anybody participate in the program or did you have to have like a, a prior drug addiction or something like that? You have to have a demonstrable substance abuse problem. You can't just enter uh, this type of program when you don't have a drug problem. Again, this is all new. I don't know if it's a tactic by the defense to get less time where she really does have a drug problem. Maybe that's why she participated in this fraud. Who knows? It's not something that we've seen to date, but um, she does have this opportunity if she indeed has a drug problem and wants to come clean. Yeah, interesting. Become clean. Yeah, so overall, how many years do you think that she really will serve? I think she's probably going to serve somewhere between five and five and a half years in prison. She'll be able to get off some time for good behavior and maybe participate in this drug program. But it's not like she's going to serve half or less than half of her sentence. So I probably plan on not seeing Jen Shaw for at least the next five seasons of Real Housewives. Yeah, definitely not. All right. Well, moving on to everybody's talking about this book, Prince Harry's shocking memoir, Spare. Uh, It has sparked a lot of conversation, both good and bad. So starting off with Caroline Flack's former publicist, Alex Mullen, Mullen, he slammed Prince Harry for detailing his relationship with the late TV presenter, who, of course, died by suicide in 2020. He wrote, it's absolutely gross for Prince Harry to reveal such private details about Caroline Flack. The way in which the press spoke about her at the time and the reason they split are both very sad and disgusting. He's brought up old, long forgotten slurs she had to suffer in full view of the public around the world. He added, of course, Caroline reacted to them with humor and grace, but privately she was deeply hurt. Just the first of many instances she didn't deserve. He said that Harry's decision to remind everybody was appalling and the book is grotesque. The British military is also taking issue with several um, former commanders condemning the Duke of Sussex during his two deployments in Afghanistan. Um, he just, he discussed the killings, claiming that he did not feel like the victims were real people, but rather than chess pieces removed from the board. So can Prince Harry be sued for defamation by Caroline's family or even the royal family in this instance? Because, you know, like he really goes in hard on them as well. 
Yeah, so much going on. And we know that Prince Harry does not like the British tabloids and the yes. media. Mm-hmm. But with respect to Caroline, obviously a really sad case. She took her own life. Um, my thoughts go out to her family. But the law is very clear. You can't defame the dead. Right. So there's nothing that Caroline's family can do with respect to what Prince Harry said about her in mm-hmm. the book's fair. Yeah, it's cool. Like you, like you said, he has a very big issue with the British press. Can the British press take anything in this book and you know, kind of, you know, start another lawsuit with Prince Harry based on the claims that he makes about some of the things that they do. Yeah, but the press may, particularly if there's individual um, reporters or, you know, media outlets he's talking about, it's much tougher with respect to the government. Again, the government um, isn't in the business of suing people for defamation. People say all sorts of bad things about the government. So I don't expect any lawsuits by the government against Prince Harry. But again, if there's something very specific that was said uh, about an individual reporter or an outlet, we know that defamation laws are much, much more favorable in Europe. So um, people like to sue for defamation there a lot more than here in the United States because you don't necessarily have those same free speech protections in the UK and elsewhere in Europe that you do here in the United States. Yeah. You know, it was interesting. He's been getting a lot of flack for the the comments that he made about the military and about the killings that he did. Can the, can the military, can the British armed forces take any action against Harry if he incites attacks on British soldiers? Because I know some of them were worried that that could happen, um, you know, based on, you know, how he spoke about his experience. Yeah, generally speaking, any type of violent act or crime is outside what we call proximate causation. So, you know, let's say I were to say something and. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Um, someone else were to, uh, you know, engage in an act of violence, that's usually considered outside the chain of causation. But this is where we're actually potentially dealing with, with um, the capital riots and folks like the former president who may have been present. So generally speaking, that's going to be the law's position. I think it's far too attenuated if there are attacks on British military because of something Prince Harry said. So mm-hmm. I don't think a court would rule that there's a sufficient causal link um, for the prince to be held liable. Mm-hmm, definitely. And this was also interesting. And maybe you can clear it up because um, when they reached, when Anderson Cooper, good morning, America, they reached out to the palace for comment. The palace lawyers asked to see the content prior to airing. Um, but they basically said that they denied their request. So why would the show's offer to comment on material in advance only to deny access? It seems like they were probably asking for the raw footage, which is not what they would do. Yeah, I mean, I think the issue is we all know that the Prince and Megan, people love them, whether it's their Netflix show or the book. So I think 
these you know media outlets they want to keep control of the material make sure it's mm-hmm. not linked they want to have the exclusive rights to air it first because mm-hmm. we know it's done legally us we mm-hmm. get a lot of questions about the royals so um, this is big news and they don't want to share it with the royal family before it's aired in public definitely all right well moving on to amber child childers this is the story that we were talking about for a while as well she has finally been granted her temporary restraining order against her ex-husband randall emmett she received a temporary restraining order um you know after over concerns of pedoph- pedophilia and child endangerment now he is ordered to stay 100 yards away from his ex-wife and he is also not allowed to contact her unless it's a brief and peaceful interaction concerning their two daughters. Now, this came after two months. She filed the restraining order against her ex-husband, alleging that he emotionally, verbally and physically abused her. Her initial restraining order request was denied, citing insufficient evidence. But she claimed an FBI agent had contacted her about Emmett's suspected suspected activities with child exploitation and pedophilia. He has uh, fervently denied the allegations. But why do you think that she was finally granted the restraining order? Is enough evidence finally there? Yeah, Christina, this was a big change because Amber had previously lost and she turned that loss into a victory. So a complete change in the order here. So some new significant evidence must have been presented because we know judges don't like to necessarily get involved in these family law cases. Sometimes the allegations are thrown out. They're not true. Obviously, you know, when there's kids involved and, um, you know, custody needs to you know change hands and that type of thing. But here, Amber must have something good against her ex because the judge granted that restraining order. And I don't know if it's this FBI affidavit, because also typically the FBI does not get involved in individual child sex abuse cases. Now, if you're talking about something huge, sex trafficking, Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, of course, the FBI is going to be all about it. So I don't know. If that allegation is true, if there's something going on, but if really the FBI is investigating Randall, that's huge news. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, it seems like something is building around him. I mean, he did take to social media, posted this video denying any allegations. Um, Would you recommend somebody doing something like that or just kind of letting the dust settle for now? Yeah, I would not be commenting. If there's a federal investigation, you got to talk to your lawyer right away because Mm -hmm. that's never going to be good news. That tends to be the most serious of offenses are handled by federal agents and prosecutors, not district attorneys or city attorneys. Yeah. Wouldn't want to be Randall Emmett. Um, (laughs) All right. Moving on. And I wouldn't want to be Todd and Julie Chrisley because their request for bail was denied and they'll have to report to to prison next week, next Tuesday, January 17th. Um, The Chrisley Knows Best stars hope that they could avoid prison while they appeal their sentences for tax evasion, bank and wire fraud and conspiracy. But a judge denied the request for bail. The court also denied the pair's oral request to delay the start of their prison sentences by 21 days. Surprised that this was uh, denied? Not at all. We've been talking about a lot of federal cases, Jen Shaw, Randall Emmett investigation, and the Chrisleys. These are the most serious types of cases. And frankly, in the Chrisleys case, I was surprised that the judge even allowed them to remain on bond after they were convicted, but before they're sentenced. But now that they've been sentenced and they're going to federal prison, I don't know any judge in this country that would allow them to remain on bond because guess what? A lot of people, when they're looking at the very real certainty that they're going to federal prison, they take off, they flee. So I'm not surprised at the judge's decision. Yeah, no, definitely. Oh, that's so interesting. So the, this was basically a last ditch effort being like, I want to stay, uh, you know, home until like this can all wrapped up. But the judge is like, absolutely not. You're going to jail. 
I don't know. And there, I know the Crystals have publicly said that they're going to appeal right. and they have a yeah. strong basis, but I don't think they do. The jury rightfully found that, you know, they had basically engaged in this massive fraud. Yeah. Um, they, of course, tried to blame one of their former employees, their accountant, but the jury didn't buy any of that. Yeah, it's interesting that they're still trying to maintain their innocence after all this time. But next Tuesday, they'll be reporting to prison and we'll be probably talking all about it next week on Legally Us. So, Nima, thank you so much for running down all things legal with me this week. Happy New Year. I can't wait to break down all year long. Thank you. Me too, Christina. See you next week and every week in 2023. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.